Boxing, the awardless winning podcast. It's the Intellectual Saviors with your hosts, the Pedo. Pretend like I'm fucking <laughs> raping you. You won't get this fucking herpes I got, and you're not gonna get pregnant. <laughs> the Ginger Bear. So actually, eating shellfish is worse than fucking getting it in the butt. So. And the Pivot Man. It's not about its color, it's just about how big it is. They haven't won any awards, but they've won your hearts. Where the fuck did I say that? <laughs> I don't know, but that never gets old. <laughs> no matter how many times I hear that, it never gets old. Oh, there's a lot of war shit he said. Unfortunately, there's too much background noise on it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. Well, because we didn't do individual tracks when we first started the show, so it's a little hard for us to single stuff out like that. Oh, that was that all? It was, yeah. yeah. That was that long ago? Oh, yeah. I yeah. pulled it from one of the way early I mean, on. Now we do individual tracks so I can like single shit out and stuff, but back then, not so much. Anyway, welcome everybody to the Intellectual Saviors. I hope everybody had a uh, wonderful, what, I guess, week and a half, two weeks? How long have we been off? Close to two. I don't know, but <laughs> a lot of crazy shit happened since then. Yes, a lot of crazy shit has happened, uh, but hopefully none of our listeners were uh, involved and everybody was okay during all the crazy mass destruction going on around us, whether it be in Boston or in uh, West Texas. Uh, West, that's true. That's not too far from us, so. No, not at all. That's our moment of silence for now. <laughs> I, know, I was just like, I, oh, I was going to try and hold oh, that out was, as long as I could. I was waiting to see. I was waiting to see who was going to break it. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, man. Why we, don't we just have a truck skin? That was our moment of silence for West Texas. Yes. Yes. There you go, West Texas. Don't ask for anything else. Yeah, oh, because shit. we're not going to get it. I mean. And you, we don't have it. The, <laughs> we know the media is not going to We don't have it. prayers. We know that for sure. Oh. Ouch. We have thoughts, though. We do we have thoughts. We can give you some of those. Yeah. I don't know if I they love, want I love our when thoughts, they say, I love they when they say that when, like, we need your thoughts, thoughts and your and prayers. prayers. I'm like, um, so what do you want me to do? With, you want me to, like, give you a tip? Is that what you want? You want me to be like, hey, you know what you should do? You should design, like, a living card <laughs> game, and you'll try to sell it and make you millions. Know, just a thought. Mm. Maybe you should build the town a little bit further out from the manure facility. That's my thought. That's not fair. Yeah, I wonder what came first, the town or the facility. <laughs> I'd have to Is that like the, the uh, chicken and the egg? I'd have to think the thing? plant was built there first. I would think the plant made the town because it attracted workers and then they had to, you know, yeah. shack up somewhere. You would imagine, but you never know. Mm. You never know. You never. They could have just know. got there and been like, whoa, dude, there's a lot of shit here. <laughs> we got a business. <laughs> Let's do it, Earl. What do you think of that? I don't know. Really Look know. at me. I make fun of Boston, and now I'm making fun of West Texas. I'm just I letting really him know go. I feel about the whole pun on the word shit or what. So. I'm such an asshole. Mm. I don't even want to play guitar anymore. Oh, no, no hate mail about my Boston joke, by the way. That's good. Which one was your Boston joke again? I'm not going to say it again. You're just going to have to go to the last episode and listen to it and become ashamed of me again. Yeah, we did, we <laughs> did feel shame for Eric after that. So I don't remember. I, I forgive and forget. So it has been a while, Bonk, since we've seen each other. Do you have anything that's uh, gone on that you want to discuss? Uh, yeah, I just started a band. Mm, that's I'm fascinating. Looking, I am looking for a drummer. So, you uh, guys even have a name? Me, no. Is, is this a shout out to 
the people. Yeah, this is like have. a hey, if anybody is in the DFW area and likes, I don't know, the Deer Hunter and KK type music, then please fucking drum for me. Mm. Eventually, if he gets a as shit long as they're together. good. Well, I'm okay. So some of the we'll Deer Hunter stuff is a little difficult. Well, yeah. So KK stuff's not too bad. No, they don't Pretty do easy. as many complicated things. As yeah, the deer they're, they're very percussion signatures. heavy, but it's very kind of simple stuff. But but deer, all deer the hunter same, can be a little bit taxing. Yeah. yeah, especially once you get past Act Two. Yeah, I've I've heard the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're I'm talking just, to I'm me still. Them know. <laughs> I guess that's just true. In there case is an there is a potential person that's that like, dude, I want to do that. And then they're like, "Who the fuck is the deer hunter?" Even though if they've listened to the show at all, so it's I'm like giving them the a pathway that they need to look at, you know, before they approach you. That's true. I'm helping you out, goddammit. You need to have all your, your paradiddles in a row. Quit being a prick to me. I'll be a prick to whoever I want. Okay. And it won't be you for the next probably hour because I'll probably be a prick to Michael mm. more often. That's okay. I'll ignore it. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, I started a band. We, uh, we've had like one rehearsal so far. It's uh, Honestly, it's a pretty relaxed project. It's probably not going to be any gigging. It'll be just a bunch of like... Recording projects, we'll use Facebook as an outlet for you know any sort of uh, marketing that we do, because yeah. we're all like every me uh, in my situation. I don't fucking have time to gig. I have a little kid at home, got a family and a job to take care of. So fuck that. I just want to do this in my spare time to make good music. And Nick, my my bass player, is the same way. He's like, yeah, I've got his wife's in school, so he's got to deal with that, and he's got to you know basically be a single dad through the week until she gets home from school because she goes to uh, she goes to school in Stephenville. Nobody knows where that is. I was about to say, I have no idea where that is. Uh, Tarleton? Is that the university in there? No, I don't fucking Nobody know. who doesn't live in anyway, this area so knows where that she, is. She goes to school in Stephenville. I live so in this area, and I don't even know what that is. <laughs> right. But anyway, so you know, we're all like old, fat, and married, so <laughs> we don't have time to gig. Yeah. But, uh, Real old. Well, relative to me, like fucking stand up till 3 in the morning like I did when I was 18, playing gigs and shit. Anyway, so whenever they get their shit together, me and Eric are going to judge whether or not we approve of their crap. And if we do, we'll let them do some songs on the show. Yeah, I need your Hawk approval. Hawk their wares. Sure. <laughs> we have to do the fucking vote. Whatever, get the, dude. Get the Just fucking let, let, thumbs down. Let Ava, let Ava Jade decide. She'll be like, fuck yeah. Nah. Or she'll be like, no, he sucks. I'll get a hold of her on the side. She'll be like, I've heard you when you're drunk. <laughs> she'll just be like, I've heard you when you're drunk on this show and you're fucking terrible. So, <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're listening, which I know you are, it was Michael's fault. It was all Michael's fault. There's nothing, anything that goes wrong in this show is never my fault. It's either technical error or Boggs mishap. There's yeah, let's go back to more than words can make. Let's go back to that. I guarantee quick, anybody who listened to that thinks that is fucking genius. <laughs> Whatever. They went and cut that. Maybe not genius, but they were at least laughing. I guarantee they went and they've and not uh, with us, completely at us. Oh yes, they've totally. edited that down. <laughs> they've got that on their. See, iTunes I'm sure at now. some point I'll get a message like, "Hey, look, I know that you're really cool and and you're good at uh, just being a general musician, but why the fuck would you let him sing or do anything?" And mm. you know what I have to say back to that, Mike? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Nah. That's okay. Because it makes for a great show. Yeah, because it makes for great radio. The people who listen, they know, and they love it. Hey, if when I start getting uh, emails or complaints from people who actually listen to this, then I'll worry about it. Until then, I'm not going to concern myself with it. On that note, it. too, um, we seriously need to get a hold of that clip of you flipping out on us when we were like, dude, you shouldn't sing. Remember that? No, I've got it. Dude. We need oh, to, yeah, you do we have, have that recorded. So, I, got rec- I got that so whole badly do we need thing to put that recorded. Up. 
Because Michael just yeah. loses his shit at us, and we none of us can stand. Like we're just fucking laughing in his face. Eric, Eric can do another opening at the previous thing, and then uh, he could just play that whole like <laughs> three minute tirade. Just that. I agree. So I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll cut it, send it to him. Isn't it on so your, look forward to that, folks. Isn't it on your portable? It. It's on yeah. Your portable. Oh yeah, I've got it. Yeah. So get ready to hear that, you guys. That's upcoming. Do we have a uh, boxes Bible thumps this week? No. No, <laughs> no research whatsoever. Not even I, for I his own nothing. segment. Yeah. My here. You know what? Here's a great Bible verse. This is this should be in there. You ready? Thank you, Jim Jeffries. Try not to be a cunt. Mm. It's uh, kind of like do unto others. It's similar. Don't yeah. try not to be a cunt. It's just yeah. another way of saying that. Yeah. Basically. The golden go. rule. Try not to be a cunt. All right. Good. Done. Uh, Fucking great segment. There you go. Moving on. <laughs> That's why Boggs is the best. Because I'm short and quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, believe, I believe it. See, I'll I can laugh Amy. at myself. Can you laugh at yourself, Michael? Dude. He probably does every time he looks in the mirror. Oh, God damn it. Zinger. Yeah. Eric got you a zinger. Everybody's fucking up on their game tonight, I can see. This is going to be a <laughs> hell of a show. Um, Don't worry, uh, we'll get better. Uh, it it will. It it gets better. That's so I've heard. It should. Um, I don't know what you've got over there, Eric. I've got a few uh, quick hit items, okay. like I always pull. I just wanted to plug myself there. So, Go ahead. I just... After Boxes Plugs. That's his new segment. What, what time is it? I got to write plugs. this down. Boxes Plugs is all of our, all Boxes is going to plug himself. How far are we into the show? I want to write that down. You'll hear that in the opening. God damn Probably. it. <laughs> damn it. Uh, I, just, I was really trying not to give you anything, too. Oh, don't worry about it. You will. You can't help yourself. I had a couple of things. I don't know if you guys saw this this week, but um, uh, Barbara Boxer, uh, Senator out of California, and uh, Representative Pete DeFazio out of uh, Democrat out of Oregon. He's a rep. They put forward the Genetically Engineered Food Right to Know Act. Um, they've put that forth. So it's you know it's just labeling all foods that were produced have to be labeled if they have GMOs in them and stuff. And I don't know how if that's going to go over because of course the one in California got yeah. shot down. Uh, thanks to yeah, if it's not going over in California, I doubt it's going to go over anywhere else. But they're going to try and pass that. They put that forth in the Senate. So hopefully if it passes and it gets signed into law, then the uh, United States will join uh, more than 60 other countries that already require food <laughs> labeling. So Good for us. Good. We're growing up. And then... Um, Maybe. You remember uh, the... Uh, I know it's been almost two weeks ago. You guys m- might have forgot. But uh, President uh, Francois Holland of... Uh, French, you know, he had his uh, camel that the Mali people gave him, the Mali people, yeah. excuse me. And, uh, yeah, we, we remember about the poor camel that got eaten <laughs> by the family. I just wanted to bring that up again because it's still funny to me. But <laughs> <clears throat> this story is not about this, but uh, France this last week, they just passed. Um, really, dude? That's <laughs> it? I, no, no, no. the camel again? Remember no, that? That was awesome. Okay, no, here's no, this other I, story. Then. No, I'm just bringing it up because he, um, since he took over an office, um, the French have already passed laws that have made birth control free for French teens 15 to 18. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, 100% medical coverage for abortions. So that's what I'm saying. Wow. More abortions. Um, but this week also, which he kind of headed up, uh, France passed marriage equality. So Good for them. So they have joined 14 other countries that have now legalized uh, gay same-sex marriage. Wow. So Only 14? Yeah. But um, every Eastern religion that there is, uh, I know, is, I know, it's I abhorrent. Know. So yeah, there's a couple other a countries that featured the world. So yeah, yep, good point. But I mean, it's 
you know, it's one of those things that's picking up steam. I mean, still think about it, you know, I mean, hell, even what was it 30 years ago or something and those psychiatric like books and stuff they used to say it was a mental disorder that was just like 30 years ago or something so on that note i uh when doing research for uh the next two shows that we have uh going over the ineptitude of the media and propaganda and all that stuff i found a website from this uh lady who's just completely and totally upset with the way that the media portrays uh homosexuals <laughs> what like too positive of a line yeah too positive yeah. <laughs> and uh how they Gays. they parade and try and champion the same-sex marriage campaign that they're waging against uh uh what'd she say it's it, it, it of course it has nothing to do with religion according to her oh no never does and it has to do with the sanctity of marriage i can't remember the exact uh term that she coined but the sanctity of our divorce rate i was gonna say the sanctity but it was of marriage pretty freaking funny it's oh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> more than half. I think before you can say our marriages are sacred, you should have like a 10% divorce rate Yeah, where it's like you get involved with that. It's a really huge step, and it's taken really seriously. And to get out of it requires more than just, ah, oh, we can't really reconcile our differences. But 45% not really sacred to me. Right. Now, we need to go back to the good old days where you used to just, you know, give a couple pieces of silver to the woman's uh, father and then you get the owner or we can go to the not so far off days where you got a divorce and you were shunned from the town yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the yeah it was legal but you weren't you wouldn't be able to do anything the good old days of the 40s you'd walk into stores and they'd be like get out of here you sinner ah <laughs> uh, divorce <laughs> that is the sanctity right there and what's really fucked up is that mainly affected women yep Oh, it only the guys women. was like, it was like a clean slate, but women were like whores after that. Yeah. Like, uh, even if that's the only guy that they've ever been with, it's like fucking serious. But that's for a whole nother show. It is for a whole nother <laughs> show. We'll do anyway, a sh- we'll that's do a show. Funny, though. We'll yeah, do a show on uh, feminism. Back to flashback to uh, women's rights. Actually, since the topic of the day is going to be media too, you know what else? I'm, I'm actually, um, a little, uh, it's just something to notice that you you never really see very many main characters that are gay in most of the stories that you see, most of the literature you find. Like, the last big motion picture where the main character was gay was, like, what, Brokeback Mountain? Um, no, I mean, there's been others uh, after that, but it's always been a very comedic kind of role. And that's the other thing I was going to say. If you if there's a gay guy on, like, a TV show, always he's always the like, comic oh, relief. he's the funny guy. Yeah. And Why can't he be the main character? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably say like the most serious recent gay roles were ever. Uh, it was probably Brokeback Mountain. Before that, it was probably uh, Boys Don't Cry or whatever mm-hmm. with Hilary Swank. Yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, hell, there's not that many really like strong leading there was like, that female show. roles either. Yeah, that's true. There was that show on Showtime, I think it was, uh, The L Word. Where it was about uh, lesbians. Yeah. And there, there were some uh, gay men in there as well. But that was a more serious drama-oriented show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where it really tried to... I mean, I didn't see the show that much, but the ones that I did see, it seemed like they were trying to kind of tackle some of those issues that they do have out in society, along with, with each other and, and just the just whole of the culture most, of it. Right. Uh, but even still, it's... I mean, to an extent, it's sort of typecasting and everybody knows that typecasting can be somewhat uh indicative of something that actually does exist um 
But even still, I mean, I don't know. People just get so uptight about sex. It just drives me fucking crazy, especially when it has nothing to do with you at all. That's the part that I think is just most invigoratingly stupid is just how often they they have like this, like the sanctity of marriage argument and like uh, your divorce rate is 45 percent. What the fuck is sacred about it? Or they'll say stuff, even, like, eventually, when you get to the root of it, it's because the Bible told them that this was right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No matter what they actually they think they say, no matter what their arguments are. They want to family values, blah, 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 blah. When it comes down to it, it's about hatred. It's be- it's, yeah, it's about God hating fags is what it's about. And um, I've, seen the signs to, I've seen the signs that they put up that say the same thing. And this is what the – have you all ever seen the video of that lady who's like, I don't hate fags. God hates fags. You've not seen that before? <laughs> it's, yeah, the Westboro yeah, Baptist yeah, Church people. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Even but that's kind of the mentality. People, yeah, but that's their mentality. You're that's, right. That's the way that they go for it. But God's like their shield. Oh well, God doesn't like it. So yeah, I've, I've been told that too. Actually, your boy Brian told me that once. He's like, when you can, when you make your own universe, you can make up all the rules. And I was like, really, dude? <laughs> so you're gonna cop out? That's that's why uh, I've said it before. Here, yeah. Like, so does so, a kid who has an ant farm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really want to worship that piece of shit? <laughs> that's that's what my point was. There. I was like, <laughs> the so God you're telling me that God. Farm? Set up the world and then misdefined morality. Hmm. But anyway, go on with your um, telling you that that's. It's actually a pretty story. good segue into my uh, Eric Rant's random shit. Oh, <laughs> <awesome. okay. laughs> um, today or this week's random shit topic is stupidity. Do you want a bluesy type song for this? You want like a? <laughs> oh, I don't care. It's about stupidity. So you can make it like a really somber, like kind of dumb sounding. I was just gonna like actually fuck up on so play something like country or yeah play something really upbeat and complicated. <laughs> You're playing fucking. <laughs> so stupidity. Here's stupidity. my problem with stupidity. You're not supposed to be saying it over him, dummy. Is that the majority <laughs> of people have the same mental capacity that I do, but they just refuse to use it. Right they or wrong. refuse to use their brains. Barring some kind of chemical imbalance or some kind of inhibitor that's pre- preventing them from gaining intelligence, instead they opt to just not learn and educate themselves and walk around like bumbling morons. And more and more, I'm increasingly getting the the Daniel mentality. Uh, he told me once that there's an easy way to get rid of stupid people. Remove all warning labels. <laughs> that is pretty brilliant. You know what? If you're too dumb to fucking dry your hair in the shower, you should fucking die. <laughs> On the note, I do want to add one. If you're too fucking stupid to, to put your kid in a fucking plastic bin with a lid, they should mm. fucking die. Oh, no, not the kid. The kid wow, should die. Well, then the parent would get arrested and they would be banned from society and they wouldn't be able, they to, wouldn't procreate. Be able to procreate. That's actually <laughs> the thing that I think is really funny. People uh, who argue against evolution, they're like, well, why haven't humans evolved? I'm like, we don't you, have. Don't you think that we've surpassed evolution since just, everything's designed for a right-handed person in yeah. the world and we've never needed to? And plus, the other thing that they don't understand is that a lot of like things that happen in nature, natural selection, was the weak died. The weak weren't able to reproduce. The weak yeah. in our society would and be stupid. the equivalency of the stupid. Well, the stupid, guess what they get to do in our society? They get to fuck like fucking jackrabbits. Oh, yeah. Because so, we perpetuate and we allow them to live. No, they, they, there's no way for or them to die. We don't allow them to live. We just, yeah, they, there's, there's no check less that says ways you, that you're they dead. can die. Because they're not, yeah, I mean, we're not being uh, chased down by predators. There's not, 
you know, that fear of other tribes coming in and shit like that. It's You know how you have less stupid people though, Eric? Hmm. You just fund education more. Dude, if I had the money <laughs> I don't know if that's gonna totally do it. Yeah, it would actually. It would completely it's, it's do proper that. education, though. That, I think we need a reform of education. Yeah. Honestly. Well, we can talk about standardized testing and all that kind of shit too. But we have. Yeah, we have. And the other thing is, just funding more on a general scale, you'll see less stupid people. But okay, here here's some great examples. Song. Some great examples of stupidity that I've seen in the past couple of weeks. Um, at my job. We have computer systems that we need to ring in orders on, correct? And those are pretty important computer systems, and they are linked to certain printers at certain parts of the store. So they have to be up and running in order for those printers to print. Somebody unplugged one of those printers, or one of the computers. You wanna know why? Yeah, they wanted to charge their cell phone. If you would have gave me one second, I would have got that. I would have got that right. That was my answer. Yeah. Number one on the board. Shut down the entire system to charge their cell phone. Hey, man. Server? Because that computer didn't, you know, it wasn't important at all. You gotta Server? Be able to, yeah. You got to be able to text while you're driving home. Why the fuck did they have their phone in the building? Mm-hmm. Were they fired? No. They should be fired. It wasn't my choice. Oh, my God. Um, Pirate. Dude, that's their policy. Hey. Their policy is you're fired. I know. Another one. This one's great, by the way. <laughs> you have to be a little bit less stupid so I can stop playing and be like, so what the there, fuck? There was a car crash on 35. And, of course, you always have rubberneckers. You have those morons that are like, oh, I want to see blood. You know, instead of driving and paying attention to what the fuck's going on in front of them. One even better. He wasn't just rubbernecking. He was rubbernecking, driving, and taking a picture of the wreck at the same time. <laughs> I look over, and he's just got his head turned with his fucking iPhone, taking a picture of the wreck. Posting like, it to Facebook. Are you fucking shitting me, you total fucking moron? And that guy will probably live to 99. Choose <laughs> the way it goes. The evil or the stupid are the ones that live to be the, the oldest. But seriously, I, I just don't... I mean, I guess there's a reason why people don't educate themselves because, like you said, Box, they don't have to. Yeah, there's, there's no, no incentive to. to. The only incentive that you had to educate yourself more is money. Yep, financially. And to some people, they can find other ways to get money or they're fine just scraping by or doing what they're doing right then and there. But if we don't have any kind of consequence for not being educated then guess what? People aren't going to educate themselves on this. It's not going to get better. By the way, there's more to, like, the education you're talking about. People do go after money because if you have a college degree, typically your income is higher after yeah. you graduate. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily make you smart either. No, it doesn't. It makes you knowledgeable about something. Yeah. I, I love it when people will just take political doctrine from, like, a doctor as just, like, the cold hard truth because he's obviously smart because he's a doctor. It's like, Great. He knows a lot about medicine. He knows a lot about biology. But that doesn't make him a political science major. Yeah. That doesn't make him a really good authority on stuff like Or economics. an evolutionary biologist. Mm-hmm. Because a that. lot of creationists like to pull people that know jack shit about it. Yeah, like all... Pull quotes from them. Exactly. Like all these conservative <laughs> representatives we have that are, you know, climate deniers and all this other shit. You know, oh, we that don't have... Don't know anything evolution, about... Evolution, but, you know, they're lawyers by trade. Or it's like yeah. you're, you're not a scientist. 
You know, you might be really smart. You might be able to retain information and then recall it, but that doesn't mean that you like. And that's the difference between mm-hmm. like you can be really intelligent and not know shit about yeah. something. Depends where you get your at information. At that point, it's please stop being arrogant and just either learn about it or just say. I don't really know. And I'm not saying they're perfect. Obviously, they have flaws in their system as well. But uh, Jim Jeffries has a very good little segment where he's talking about China and the difference between China and the U.S. And uh, he feels this by he's got a crowd full of people in front of him and he asks them to raise their hand if they feel that they have a stupid child at home. Nobody raises their hand. And his next quote is you know that that is statistically impossible (laughs) you want to know the difference between us and china and the reason why our economy and our system is starting to go down and theirs is starting to go up is because they recognize stupidity i actually saw that they tell stupid people this is weird. no don't talk to the smart people you're just going to make them more dumb Go over here and just make shoelaces. You know what's you know funny about that? I actually <laughs> watched that Be productive to night. society somewhat to the best of your abilities. Don't talk to the smart people, though. <laughs> well, another thing they have going for them, too, is with the one-child policy, there's like 40 more million men than there are women, so the women can only choose from... They only try and choose the best of the best when it comes to the men. They go through that process because they I, have to I pick up the litter. So it kind of that's weeds another, out a little bit. That's another good part to bring up in uh, whenever I have my population control show. There we go. <laughs> Anyway, so that was my uh, Eric Ransom. I actually just shit. watched that that uh, skit that he did last night. Yeah, I watched the entire thing. It's funny, it was on but Netflix. that's a good point. I shit my pants laughing. It is a good point because we do not. And I liked how he talked about how in the uh, test scores that they did, Americans scored like what what was what were their scores? Out of in uh, which one? I think it was like out of fifty countries, we were like oh, we were twenty sixth in education. Yeah, we were twenty sixth in education, but we were number one in, in confidence. Uh, confidence. So we're confidently <laughs> oh, yeah, stupid. I've seen that. We're we're a race of confidently <laughs> stupid people. That's yeah. what he said. That's awesome because they so, they asked people how confident they were after they took the test. And he goes, "This is actually the end of his joke was this too. He's like, would you rather have a really nervous Asian guy doing the little drill on your car where he's like and he drills and it double in, checking and he, himself and, and all that stuff like, and looking around? This right? Or would you rather have the really confident stupid guy? He goes, this is done. Fuck it and throws his thing <laughs> and just like leaves. It's like who yep, would you rather have making that's your America cars? right there? Oh, I don't know. I like, I like a lot of confidence. <laughs> Sure. Uh, that's awesome. Anyway, that's my rant. Alrighty. Sounds like a good one. It stupidity. Right up your alley bogs. It's time for everybody's favorite segment. The Dick of the Week. Is Michael nominating himself for Dick of the Week? Nope. <laughs> This one's a little old because of the little gap, because this actually took place uh, last week, week before when, um, you know, they had the bill come before the Senate for the gun control measure for the um, trying to get it where background checks were mandatory, you know, get the loophole out for the gun shows and all that shit. And uh, before they did it, they had a lot of families, uh, President Obama uh, had come up to the hill from like Newtown, Aurora, the Tucson shootings and stuff, so they could, you know, get with the congressmen and stuff to plead their case you know to try and get the shit passed it's no different than the nra sending like wayne Le- perrier or, or these other gun manufacturers sending people up there to lobby yeah. i mean the only difference is these people aren't getting paid to do it they're just doing it because they had a tragedy happen to them so this is heartfelt well there's this asshole uh bob davis he's a conservative minnesota talk show host he's with the davis and emmer morning show on twin cities talk am 11:30. so write that down because you might want to send some shitty emails after this 
But uh, this is what he had to say about the families uh, showing up at the White House. What's they that? trot out the victims. And I have something I want to say to the victims of Newtown or any other shooting. I don't care if it's here in Minneapolis or any place else. Just because a bad thing happened to you doesn't mean that you get to put a king in charge of my life. I'm sorry that you suffered a tragedy. But you know what? Deal with it and don't force me to lose my liberty, which is a greater tragedy than your loss. I'm sick and tired of seeing these victims trotted out, given rides on Air Force One, hauled into the Senate well, and everyone is just afraid. They're terrified well, of these victims. Used. I would stand in front of them and tell them, they're being used. go to hell. So, go to hell, huh? So, the loss of uh, being wow. able to go purchase a gun at a gun show without getting a background check is worse than the loss of their eight- or nine-year-old child for him. Well, here's the deal that um, the right really likes to do. They like to misinform, and they like to use misinformation. And I'm not saying, like, they like to look at the information that's correct and then change it. I mean, they actually will just take misinformation as truth and then spread it. Well, here's what... Because one of the things that, like... Okay, I've talked about my dad a lot, right, on the show. how, How it's so hard to get him to understand, like, Dad... You've been fed lies. Please look at evidence, right? When Obama came up to the, the podium and started talking about, like, health care reform, and he was like, senior citizens should not have to just, like, lose their entire savings over this kind of stuff. So we're going to implement plans to that. I was like, what do you think of that, Dad? And he's like, sure, let's see what he does, I guess. And then he kept going. He's like, we wanted to put a this, – this part was the best because he was always like, oh, socialism with a stupid public option thing. He's like, we want to put a public option in place so that – Companies that have to compete on uh, price that collude or that overcharge, they have to compete on our low price now. So they can't just jack prices up just because they can because this is yeah. such an inflexible good. And my dad was like, that doesn't sound like socialism. And I was like, that's the definition of capitalism, dad. <laughs> but that's not what you hear from the right. What you hear from the right is that he wants to completely eliminate the insurance companies altogether, and he wants to for like this is a forced yeah. plan on you. It's like we want to do background checks on people buying guns at gun shows, and they interpret it as they're taking our guns away. Like they're not going to go door to door and say, "Hey, hand over your guns." No, that'd be stupid. With a giant sack. And, and you know, I think <laughs> on this show we've even said there's nothing wrong with owning weapons. Please just don't be stupid. Which most of them are. Well, you know, at that point, it's like, hey, let's have an education. Like, I like the idea of a licensing system where you have to take an education program to get your guns at all. You have to, and then renew it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like driving a car or yep. fucking handling food. We can't have, we have to have a license to handle food, but we can shoot people? <laughs> yeah. Well, how backwards is that? Well, there's no um, Second Amendment that says that we have to have the right to own a car or be able to drive. Okay. No, I'm just saying that's that'll be their argument. And this is the other thing that, you know, th- this is why it drives me insane because they do the same thing with the Bible. It's written down on a piece of paper somewhere, so it's like the doctrine of holiest of holy things that we've ever accomplished. They don't understand, like, hey, our society is 200 years removed from this piece of paper, this document. Don't you think that things have changed? The, the, the concept of, you know, anything that we've ever written at that point, they said was we could amend it. We could make it, shape it, to society, that way it always works. Yep. That was the point. The point was you could change it when you needed to change it. We don't want to take guns from anybody. This is the liberal movement. I'm now uh, shoving words in your mouth, all liberals. <laughs> we don't want to take guns from you. We just want to control who gets them and that you are 
educated with it, and that you're not going to fucking kill me with it. I'm sorry about the victims. You can go to hell. Please don't shoot me now because you get your fucking liberty. That's all that we're concerned with. Fuckers. Go on. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for <laughs> liberty. It's just... Go on. I mean... You live with millions and millions of other people in the world. You don't get to just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Sorry. People, people will claim that as government being oppressive. People will claim that as, you know, they're not actually free. Well, no. Yeah. No one's actually free. You know why? Because I don't want you to impose on me. And frankly, I don't want to impose on you. I should be punished if I impose on you in some yeah. way. That's just social it's very, living. It's very uh, anarchist of you. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> that is. I hope the FBI not is imposing mo- on others and expecting not to be opposed upon. That's anarchy. I hope the FBI is monitoring this. Yeah. Keep, start keeping tabs on Boggs. I'm going to call no, their they hotline. Keep tags on me because I do classify myself as an anarchist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Jones. <laughs> eh, that's another media propagandized word that's been filled to the airways as a negative stereotype. Yeah, I know. This is probably going to run a while. We got, there's so much shit that's gone on recently. I know we want to get to it. And I wanted to get some past stuff on this media thing. I did just want to kind of start off real quick, just um, throwing out these numbers for people. Because I think, you know, part of the problem with the media is the fact that there are so few people that actually own all the media that we um, that we have. Um, back in 1983, approximately 50 corporations controlled uh, the vast majority of all news media. And that's, you know, uh, cable channels, television channels, newspapers, magazines, books, music, blah, blah, blah. Everything involved. All media facets. Um, nowadays... There's only about six corporations that control over 90% of all the media. So awesome. There's a lot of the problem right there. And then when you take into the fact that uh, average Americans watch about 153 hours of television every month. So they're sitting in front of it getting all their news. This is the other thing I was going to say, too. <laughs> news. When we talk about like Fox News, my family is just as guilty as anyone who just fucking takes it at face value, and it's completely true. It's got to be true, right? It's Fox News. It's a news channel. They wouldn't lie They to don't you. actually dig and find out the truth. More than that, they, in their news broadcast, like, you know, if you ever, like, uh, come up to them and confront them on that, like, I think, uh, uh, damn it, John Stewart has actually said, like, you guys are all just opinionated. Yeah. Like your news section. That's are what all it opinion- is. It's opinionated. But news. they go, yeah, but those are just opinion guys. They'll defend them as saying they're just, they're just opinion guys. But there's they're no all. Hard news. But <laughs> if they tell a news story, their anchors will let their opinions be known. And yeah. I'm like, that's not good journalism. No. The whole point is be completely dispassionate about that. Yeah. So keep going. Sorry. I just wanted to. I'm journalism gonna, I'm just is gonna throw shit being at you. No, neutral and just reporting what's going on. You what they're report. doing is reporting and then speculating giving what they think is the right appropriate action or what should have happened or now this is whatever. This is another point where Eric and I can say that words do have meaning. And when they say certain things in certain ways, you get a connotation that may or may not actually exist. One of the things that Eric brought up when uh, Obama got reelected was a news article. Was it Fox News that said it was Fox Fox News says Obama gets a second chance. Yep. That was, that was the headline. The headline whenever he won. No, so that's false Obama reporting. Gets, Obama gets a second chance. Who in the booth? Answer this honestly. Who in the booth? This is what Eric said too, because it was fucking hilarious. He goes, "Who's in the booth? Just sitting there and they're looking at the ballot." And he goes, 
you know what? I'll give Obama a second chance. And they just begrudgingly mark his name. Who the <laughs> fuck did that? You, Either you, you voted for the guy because you agreed with what he was going yeah. to do, or you said, no, he's a black man. I don't like him. And, yeah. he, and he overwhelmingly won. Like, there was no doubt whatsoever. It eh, wasn't like... It was only by about 5%. Back in the it was Slither. That's actually couple votes. That's actually kind of overwhelming it at this is, point it in is. society. Um, but, but you do bring up a good point. Split. I did want to go over these uh, <laughs> leaked Fox News memos. Yeah, uh, Bill Salmon. Be a lot of fa- Fox News bashing, I yeah. think. This uh, wonderful gentleman, he sent out memos to all their anchors and everything, and uh, it definitely, I mean, it was sort of big news, but it really didn't catch on, and it really didn't get that much fanfare except for the people that pay attention to this stuff, which is not the people that need to receive this information and understand it. So he had these memos. Uh, one of these provisions, uh, he said that, it was talking about, uh, the public option. And uh, he was talking about how, you know, it's described as the public option, but he decreed that Fox should instead describe it using one of the three sanctioned phrases, government-run health insurance, government option, or so-called public option. <laughs> so he's slanting the words, trying to uh, perceive doubt or spin it to where it sounds like something that it's not. Like you hear government run health insurance. Your first thought is that, like you said earlier, all other insurance companies yep. are going to wither away Socialism. and it's only going to be government run health insurance. Yep. Incorrect. The Nazis. Uh, the government option. Uh, obviously, a lot of people don't agree with what the government does and have a really <clears throat> negative stereotype of what the government does. And that also has a very negative connotation. And then the so-called public option is that definitely undermines and kind of it's like it's a question mark. It's also like they're not sure. This is just what they're calling it, but we're not sure about it. Neither should you. And that's the opinion of whomever is making these phrases. Well, you know, that's my problem. And then he came back and whenever they uh, somebody approached him about it and he defended himself saying that the public option uh, was too vague of a statement (laughs) and that they had to make it more clearly defined for their listeners. And what that is, is what? Well, yep. <laughs> so-called public option. Here's that's more clearly defined. Here's why they do that. They have a guy, Frank Luntz, and he's a conservative pollster, and he works for Fox News, and he does this where he does test groups, and they test these phrases and words on them because they want to find the one that's got the most negative connotation. Public option was a very positive phrase. Like, it got a really good reception. But when they went to government-mandated healthcare, or they used anything with government and a government option, like Eric said, that's kind of what they used on Fox News. Because when you, you put government and it said public, it made it a negative connotation, then it was looked at negatively. So that's, they know what they're doing. And, I mean, this can be viewed as propaganda, obviously, but I look at it more as not just ineptitude from the reporters and the people that are saying this shit, but also from the listeners that are not seeing what it actually is. It's the ineptitude of both of them. Uh, but the people on the higher up, they absolutely positively know what they're doing. Uh, another good one was um, another memo that got leaked uh, where he said reporters should refrain from uh, asserting that the planet was warmed or cooled and in any given period without immediately pointing out that such theories are based upon data that critics have called into question. It is not our place as journalists to assert such notions as facts 
especially as this, descri- uh, this debate intensifies. So that's one on global warming, how they're, he's trying to direct all the reporters to immediately call into question if anybody brings up anything about global warming or global cooling at any period. He's not just saying in our current state. He's saying any time. Sure. <laughs> well, that goes back to when we did our show on global warming as well. There's those, um, I don't know if you guys remember, I can't remember what country it was. If it, I think it might have been England or one of those where they had those memos link where they said that the scientists had fudged numbers and everything on the, the climate science. And they made a big deal about that on Fox News, even though um, that country did a, an investigation and showed that that wasn't the case, that the numbers weren't fudged and everything. And it was some faulty information that had been leaked. Um, from another source but fox news kept going back to that in their reporting every time they would try and shoot down climate change being legitimate they'd always go back to those emails and stuff you know it's like they keep pulling up stuff that's inaccurate and they know it or has been disproven you know or like uh like we were talking about in the last memo you know they they find people to get these phrases where they can spin things to put a negative connotation on it so they can get their audience to you know lean toward their favor just by the wording of it not, don't matter about what the actual information is, you know. Yeah, forget all that. I mean, why why would that be in the news? That oh man, <laughs> Fox, Fox is just Fox News drives. Uh, dude, have you ever have you ever just sat and watched Fox News for like an hour? I try not to. I I used to. I, re- I don't have cable, so that helps a lot. <laughs> I used to torture myself. I used to watch a little bit of like Hannity sitting there with like razor blades, like Fox Fuck. News. Fucking Fox News. You, Fuck. I have to be honest. Usually the only time I watch Fox News is when something really bad happens to the Republicans. Or like after the election. Like as soon as <laughs> as soon as they called it for Obama last time, the first thing I did was so beat down and just depressed. The first thing I did was flip it to Fox News just because it's just it's like entertainment to watch them just, you know, like uh, God damn you it. Won just, again? That's no. awesome. Just give up hope. Fine, America. You can have that your black so president funny. again. I got a thing on them. I'll bring up a little bit later about the whole Fox News lying intentionally in their news and not their opinion shows, but the actual news. My problem. Here's my other problem with people's opinions. Please base your opinions upon facts. Yeah. Yep. That's it. At least read up on a subject before you start arguing. Or be well read before you have some sort of like, you know, really hyped up opinion on something. But that's a beauty of an opinion. It doesn't have to have any fact in it whatsoever. It's an (laughs) opinion. That's that's depressing though. Like my opinion. That's my are, favorite is when I get into a really have, heated dude, argument have, and I'm beating the shit out of them in the argument and they go, Well, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> it. Beating. What it's can I like, So that absolves you from ignorance? No, yep. fuck you. That's 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 fuck my problem. You. With it. Absolutely not. Uh, I've been I've been told off on Facebook before for that too. I like posted a bunch of welfare articles to somebody and like, why can't I just have my opinion? You can't just let me have my opinion on my Facebook. I'm like, Hell your no. opinions are not based on anything that's factual. I not figured you would be stupid. like, wow, thank you for showing me this information that I did not have before that now I can base my opinion on. Yeah. Here. If I'm wrong, I want people to fucking tell me and I want them to have information for me to look at so I can figure it out myself. That's, you know, just living life, basically. True but that. that's that's one of the things that the, one of the main reasons why I brought up that we should have a show on the media in general is because most of the time when we talk about, uh, you know, like any uh, fuck any show that we've ever done. My biggest source has been newspaper articles, online articles. The EPA. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you so hard. 
<laughs> yes, I've used the EPA website before. But frankly, that's what they're reporting. Like, I don't yeah. have anything else to go off of. If the EPA well, is lying to me, then we need to prove that they're lying to me before I can really make a claim. But true. that's kind of the point is um, and we can I, look at what they're reporting. I cannot speak for the other two, but when I have something, I try really hard to back that up with multiple sources. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the times if I pull statistics, I try and get them from and the government sites. even then we might sites. get stuff wrong. But the uh, the fun part about know. that is when you compare sites, because when we were doing the health insurance one, I remember looking at like the oh yeah the denial s- rate yeah. for the companies, and then the denial rate for uh, outside news sources. It's yeah. like they deny twenty four percent of their claims, and you're looking on their site, and you're like, they only say they deny three percent of their claims. Yeah. And then I love how there's a category of of the three percent, twenty five percent of that is like under like literally it could have just said stuff. Like it just <laughs> it could have just said stuff as a category. Yeah. I just said other. I'm like, what the fuck is other? What? So what kind of insurance claim is this? It's under stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding. That's that's what we found. So, but you know, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do that at all was because of that. Because so many people just they take it as just completely factual information, and it's a lot of it is just. And it's amazing to me that people haven't figured out. Man, maybe I shouldn't take people's opinions as that because you can hear on like Fox News. Their anchors will say something like, uh, like when the um, the Boston massacre happened, and I so again naturally like gun control came up, even though it was a bomb. Yeah, I, actually it was because they killed a cop. But anyway, they're like, and then he uh, rode off with uh, some AK-47 and killed a police officer, huh? And they did that little tone like that, and I was like, what the fuck is that? You're a fucking news anchor. You don't get to employ your opinion. Well, w- there's quite uh, a bit of that during the Boston bombing, oh, which yeah. is what we should get into now, because I know Eric's got a lot of stuff on it, and I've got some some information on that as well. Most of the stuff that uh, I have on is on me- CNN. Oh, yeah. Media at its best. CNN was the winner. If you want to take it, we can get into the uh, CNN stuff. Yeah, so when it immediately happened, CNN claimed that it was a Saudi man, um, and it turned out that that was one of the victims. That's Whoops. awkward. Whoops. Way to blast Maybe them on stereotyping there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, there was the uh, wonderful famed second attack at the JFK library, which turned out to be an unrelated fire. That was another really good uh, report there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are also several other devices that were around, apparently. Um, I heard up to five. I yeah. don't know how many you guys had heard. And uh, then it turns out it was only two, and they both detonated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the the wonderful arrest before an arrest was ever made. <laughs> yes. And it's hilarious. You can watch the CNN reports back to back where somebody's like, I'm getting reports from two sources that there has been an arrest in the case. And then it just like continually goes like every half hour until eventually they're like, an arrest has been made, blah, 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 blah. And then they start backtracking and saying, oh, well, we need to take a step back and not get ahead of ourselves. And start saying terms like that, and then eventually it gets to the point to where they're like, there was no arrest. Yeah, we had mis- we were misinformed. It's like, you guys are the ones that reported that. It's, yeah. No one informed you of it. You reported that. You informed yeah. yourselves. <laughs> there, CNN was awesome, dude. And, and I'll get into a couple other points first. But first, I want to say that this is a direct reflection of what happens when media is forced to get money from ratings it's a I would agree that that's reflection because instead of saying we need to make sure we need to find out for sure 
if that is real before we hit the airways with that. Instead, they say, fuck it. Put it on. It will get ratings. It doesn't even fucking matter if we're wrong. People are still going to watch the shit, yep. and we're going to get a whole bunch of money. Fuck it. Put it on there. And they just run with it. And they're so desperate to be the first one to talk about anything that they don't give a shit about the truth. I get it. Not a damn fucking thing. And to back your point Eventually, they will get back to the truth. But that's way, way after they've already mind-fucked you with all these unsubstantiated bullshit facts. Anyway, go ahead. Like your boy who was like, four handguns came in. Remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) For Newtown. Newtown's another. We'll have to touch bases on that a little bit. But uh, just to back up Eric's point on the ratings, anytime they have these things, it's like 9-11 or something, where it's big terrorism tragedy and stuff, they take so full effect on this they're like oh my god this is the greatest thing ever for a news channel oh, because the ratings are shit they to begin with love it they will sit there on tv and say oh this is a tragic thing but in their heads they're like Cha-ching. yeah and the, it's like you know we talked about it just briefly last week because we didn't have any information is how it's they turn into a 24-hour news cycle when they only have literally three minutes worth of shit to you know put out there because they have nothing else except for what they're making up and then retracting later um throughout that crisis the ratings on all cable, uh, major cable news stations surged 194% of the normal averages. So that is exactly what Eric's saying. It's big fucking business, man. They see those ratings. I mean, CNN doesn't see ratings like that. Nobody who the hell watches CNN anymore. Let's be honest. It's, just, it's terrible. And I mean, I, I understand why people watch because they want to get as much information as possible. But when there's nothing relevant, why do they still have it on there? Like, there was a 24-hour period where there was nothing relevant at all to the story, but they just kept going with it because they want to keep people plugged in. Yep. But it's like you said also— you're you're telling me that in 24 hours there was no other news besides the Boston bombing attack? Nothing at all? Yeah, I mean, we, we'll forget that. Well, that, that stuff won't get ratings, so we're going to roll with this. I was going to say, yep. we'll forget the West Texas explosion so, happened <clears throat> like the next day and then had no reporting on whatsoever. You know why? Because it wasn't a terrorist attack. Yeah. Don't mind that 15 people died uh, in it. It, it was leveled. news for a second until it was realized that it, it wasn't an attack by any kind, and then it was just dropped. Exactly. And then you also have to take into account, and when you see stuff like this and you see it going on the airways constantly— there's one thing that you need to have in your head is that these people are benefiting off of the misery of other people. That is all it is. They are benefiting and profiting off of the misery of other people. They're, and actually, they profiting, relish it. they're actually profiting off of the other people who watch the misery of other people. Yes, but it's because of the misery of the other people that they have, the viewers. But it's it's like I said, it's the terror thing. People get scared. And, you know, it's the first thing, like Eric well, said. Okay, okay, all right. We can back this up a little bit, fur- way further. Christianity. It didn't become popular until they interjected the fear of hell, right? Like, it didn't really explode until they interjected the fear of hell, and nope. then churches started booming. No pun booming, intended. Right? Explode. Sorry. I'm correcting this. I'm wow. looking for... No, I, you're I, right. I get your point. So it's that's our many doctrine. Thing. You can just say people don't doctrine. want news that's just rainbows and sunshine. They they want the blood. They they want the the shock and the fear and all that stuff. So that's what they're going to give them, and they're going to profit off of it. Why we crave horror movies? Um, Stephen King, great essay. So back to CNN. <laughs> uh, I loved this one. I saw a uh, a reporter who was uh, talking to. Or they did interviews on classmates of one of the kids. Uh, I think it was the younger one. 
And uh, the classmates were saying he's as American as I am, is what one of the classmates' direct quote was. And then the reporter, this was, uh, you know, it was a filmed interview. So the reporter was chiming in without the kid being able to defend himself or anything. But the reporter reporter chimed in and said, I don't quite think that. So essentially the the reporter himself is going ahead and saying what's American and what's not because apparently he knows. Sure, you <laughs> might know. The whole point of you being a reporter, though, is that you report what others are saying. No, that's direct See, opinion. See, that's the thing. You, One of the things that I, I think – like the derivatives to where I, I really like to run with shows is like you need to fund education more. And there's a reason for that. It's a really good reason to n- understand and know the difference between positive information. And I don't mean like s- bag of fucking sunshine, Eric Happy. I mean like <laughs> testable, <laughs> factual information that you can go back and, re- you know, recall facts. Yeah. And then normative information. Normative information is really good information, but it's opinionated. I think I have a very good normative disposition, but. I have to admit to myself and others that it's my normative disposition. My normative disposition is, however, based on a lot of factual information. Yeah. And the problem that I have with things like that, the report, why is it relevant that you think something is American and I think something different is American or I have a different opinion? And who the fuck is the reporter whom didn't spend any time with this person talking to a person whom did spend time with this person? How do you not know that he doesn't know more than you? They're playing to an audience. I know. That's my problem. My problem is that audience is a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to my uh, stupidity rant. That's not even uh, like the Republican Democrat <laughs> thing. That's just you're a piece of shit if you revel in the idea that it's kind of like when people like when they want the murderer to get like executed in terrible ways and they want them to be dismembered and stuff. I want to be like, how are you any different from them? Right. Yeah. How are you any different from anyone who, you know, goes up and murders someone? Yeah. The, the famed quote, oh, man, if I saw him on the street. <laughs> yeah, if I saw him on the street, I would just shoot him down. Like, wow, so you would turn into a murderer yeah. as well. Congratulations. You're just as bad as he is. Um, and then my favorite absolutely was a uh, a media source that I found that blamed the internet for all the mess and inaccurate coverage. They blamed social media instead of these major news organizations. I would say it's both, but you know that's the problem media with protecting itself essentially is yeah. what that is. I would think at this point it'd be you might have like watched Fox News and then reported it on Facebook, but that doesn't mean you didn't get your information from Fox News. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I just thought that that was funny when I read that article that they were blaming the uh, internet and social media. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. And that's exactly the internet and the social media were the ones that had the most accurate information. If you actually look at it, like yeah, there were your crazy yahoos that said whatever the fuck and said it was an Alex inside Jones. job or whatever, but. The people that were <laughs> near Boston or all that stuff or people that were watching CNN were calling them out constantly on Twitter saying that it's just a load of shit. Well, like I said, they're trying to sell fear. I mean, like the first reports to come out, you know, I mean, they say, oh, it could be domestic. But, you know, we're these type of bombs, you know, this kind of bombing, this is very reminiscent of something that, you know, Al Qaeda would do. And it's like they automatically <laughs> they try and link it to some type of a terror group. And then, you know, of course, initial reports come out that it was a dark-skinned male, you know. I mean, they have no basis for any of that. They had no information on it whatsoever. But he it's like the first thing put out. dark-skinned either. You look at him? The, br- yeah. the brother, maybe a little, yeah. but I mean... A little bit. I mean... I don't, Darker really, than me, that's for sure. Yeah, but you're fucking <laughs> pale as shit, so... Yeah, ginger. I'm darker what than up, you. Ginger? That anything. I'm white as a ghost. I don't know. The whole Boston thing was such a fiasco, and then... Of course, 
who was yeah cnn did that like you know they came out the day uh before they actually put out the photographs of the suspects saying that they had captured the two people and they went on air with that for what like an two hours or something before they finally came back and corrected it and and then the other thing was um the new york post i don't know if it's that same day or the next day oh no it was the next day because the, the fbi had said that they were going to release some photographs that they had of the vic of the uh, suspects and the new york post um on the front page had a picture of a couple kids and it basically called it said like bag men or something and it was um basically saying that these are the kids that did it and like one of them was like a 16 year old high school kid that went you know to some high school there in boston and of course they had nothing to do with it so the nice. kids said they saw that and he like freaked out and he was like fearing for his life until you know and then the fbi actually had to come out and make a statement saying you know the news media needs to get their shit together and stop putting out <laughs> all this information i mean you know not, yeah, they, not quite that way. They not put it, quite that way, but pretty... Uh, I can't remember the exact uh, quote, but it was something along the lines of uh, any news about an arrest or suspects is uh, unfactual. Let me see. That's yeah. when you know you've had you've been caught with your pants down is when you're reporting things and then the FBI person... Yeah, when the FBI says, comes out. <laughs> you're actually full of shit. Oh, yeah. Over and uh, we haven't made an arrest yet. We'll notify you when we do. And then what do you say on, on air? Do you just... Well, then they go, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what the FBI said. Over the past day and a half, there have been a number of press reports based on information from unofficial sources that have been inaccurate. Since these stories often have been un have unintended consequences, we asked the media, particularly at this early stage of the investigation, to exercise caution and attempt to verify all information through appropriate official channels before reporting. <laughs> it's like you guys are fucking up. That's so sad that they have to say bad. that. You would think it, it would really just sad. be automatic. But, but here's the deal: what Mike said is probably the best thing, though. They they sell fear. Uh, yep. You can, dude. Even even on like local news broadcasts, have y'all ever watched like the meteorologists come on? The graphic before the meteorologists come on yep. is like. Weather, severe weather at 10 o'clock, blah, blah, blah. Here's my blah, blah, blah. It's like really exaggerated and like really an energetic and the graphic is really like violent and there's a yeah. always some sort of storm or whatever. Or and then it gets to the meteorologist and he's like a really surly scientific guy. He's like, uh, we'll have hail tonight, but it wouldn't be that big a deal. Just don't go outside. Dude, It'll it's be not, all right. It's, it's not cool. even the weather, man. It's like every night before the 10 o'clock news, they always have those little things that come on and say, what's in your toilet water that could be, you know, giving you ass cancer? You know, find <laughs> out tonight at 10 o'clock. It's like, Jesus Christ, you know. One of my favorite Ellen jokes ever, and I know that's really bad for me to say, but. Um, that is. Because she's not really that funny. But anyway, one of my best ever is she's like, I'm like sitting down at 730. I'm, I'm like just about to take a bite out of dinner and the news comes on and it's like, Something in your dinner that might kill you tonight at 10. And she's like got her fork to her mouth like, uh, she doesn't take a bite. Yeah. Fuck you, Mike. Yeah. It's hilarious. She had a better delivery than me. Because <laughs> she's, you know, <laughs> lesbian and blonde. What's that got to do with their delivery? We just said earlier that Explain people, yourself. Always, people always view gay people as the quirky, funny people. <laughs> Look at you. So you're saying Ellen is fulfilling the stereotype? Yeah, is that what you're saying? She's uh, she's a comedian, is she not? Yeah, she is. Mm. Okay. Mm. You sexist? <laughs> no. This I love Ellen. It, it's funny. I was Ellen, I love you. You're I awesome. thought about that Boston bombing thing, how they automatically jumped to terrorism and Muslim stuff, and I thought, well, that seems obvious, you know, especially after 9-11. But I started doing some 
I pulled back some old media quotes and stuff from like um, Oklahoma City bombing and stuff as well. Because I remember that a little bit. You guys probably don't as much. I, do. I was uh, I was too young. I, was, I don't even remember like any of the news reports. I was going to say, you're probably a wee baby. Let's see, what was that? 95, right? Yeah, how, how old was I? I was seven. Yeah, so a little bit before your time. Five, I was 16, 14. Okay, so you remember. But I mean, at first when that happened, you know, the first thing they jumped to was... You know, terrorism. had to be terrorism, you know, it had to be something else. And, you know, technically oh, it was terrorism, but it wasn't foreign. It was. But for days, you know, they were going on about this. This is like some stuff that came out about. I found a couple of quotes like New York Times had put out an article saying that some Middle Eastern groups have uh, held meetings there. And they're talking about Oklahoma City, of course, there. And the city is home to at least three mosques. Is it any wonder <laughs> that the mosque became targets of vandalism after these hate crimes? And and they're going through all this stuff, you know. And, and then uh, on CNN, one of the reporters said, you know, they do have a sizable Arab population in Oklahoma. You have the most unpredictable pockets, things you would never expect but should be alert to, you know. So there, it's like these. this is literally like the day after it happened or a couple of days after it happened. They're already starting to throw out Arabs. Or look, they have all these this Arab population and... Oh, you know, they've got mosques there and they have Middle Eastern groups there. It's like they're already starting to put it, you know, in people's heads like, oh, this is probably based on that. And then, of course, you know, after it comes out, it's a couple white guys and, you know, oh, eh, that's not much of a story not, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's not, not what, what they expected. But it's funny. They always Sad. seem to jump to that, you know. It's like first thing on the... Well, in the Republicans' mind, though, they've ingrained that so long that that's their first inclination as well. Yeah, but Anytime I mean... Anytime that it's a Christian conservative yeah. person, their immediate reaction to anybody who ever tries to blow up somebody is that it can't be an American. We're not like that. But with that, it's another one of those things where they had no evidence at all to go on. I mean, they had no eyewitnesses. Yep. They had nothing whatsoever to go on. It's just it was like speculative. pure speculation, and they're putting that out there. I mean, it's just odd, you know, they bring that up on the news. And, of course, when people hear that, they're already at that, you know, heightened sense of, I mean, terror and not only that, but that hatred as well. And then you start putting that out there, and it just circles and circles in people's heads. And, you know, like we're talking about ignorant people, they don't have to know all the facts they just hear the speculation they take it you know as fact and then they get pissed and then like i said they went out and they had those three mosques there and then people went out and vandalized those mosques and stuff because people are putting out this information it's like it's like the news media has a responsibility and they just don't seem to take it see they'll they'll argue that they uh, have freedom of speech and that they're just allowed to say whatever they want well i also think it's uh it should be fair for us to say that not all media is completely inept and stupid. Um, obviously, we get some of our information from media sources. Mm-hmm. Um, the only issue is, is that the media sources that are usually the most credible are also the ones that don't make money <laughs> and are not at the forefront of what people hear. Right. The majority of it is going to be from TV, obviously. Uh, but the more credible ones are usually the ones that you can find on the internet. And the reason why that is, is because they don't make a whole lot of money and putting this stuff on the internet is cheap. It's right. very, very cheap. Um, and there are some other ones. Um, there's some news organizations that they take, uh, you know, donations from people, from listeners and stuff. Um, I'm a huge fan of NPR. I like NPR a lot. I think they have some really good programs. I like a lot of uh, the people that they have, and I think that they are 
very good at what they do on a day-to-day basis. And I, I, I like their reporting and I like that they really try and dig in and find the absolute facts before they just run with something. And that even goes with the Boston bombing. I remember that happened uh, the next day I was driving to work and I was listening to NPR and they were saying that other news sources were reporting, you know, arrests and all this other stuff, but they're like, we cannot back that up. I mean, they blatantly just say it. That's great. I think that's wonderful. Um, and I think there was some news organization you said you get some of information from as well. What there's, was the name? There's a couple of different ones on um, on cable. I I don't know if every cable gets this outlet, but there's a Link Television, which is uh, I've never seen it. It's I mean it's totally fun. I mean they're totally pressing for money all the time, like NPR. But they show a lot of documentaries and they have um, some different news like documentaries and stuff that they do on there, and it's completely publicly funded. Um, it, it leans a little, I'd say it's definitely leans a little left. Um, like democracy now is really good. Um, I like, uh, we are change. I like them a lot too. I think good. they're, they're very, very credible and they really, they try very hard. I mean, they, some of it's a little bit, um, it's kind of for show, uh, cause they, they, but then again, I mean, who's really going to sit down with, we are change from Congress and talk about facts. Nobody. Yeah. So they have to go out there and just kind of like try and force questions on the people and try and get responses. So you get a lot of the, uh, hey, you know, what do you think about this? And then the congressman's like, ah, blah, 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 blah. you know, just like ignores them and keeps on walking. And then his little uh, Secret Service crony comes over and says, uh, you can't film anymore. You got to exit the building, whatever, you know. <laughs> but then again, that that's what it boils down to. Like they're actually trying to go out there and force issues and trying to figure out exactly what's going on and trying to just expose you know some things that go on as well you know back before uh the drone strike thing was a big popular stuff i mean they were going up to people and talking about that and trying to force the issue amongst uh, congressmen and people in the senate and they just wouldn't talk to them at all yeah you know the sad thing is a lot of times so not all media is bad no just usually the most popular media i just don't like the way i don't really like the system that we have set up for that i don't really like the idea that we've attached a price tag to yeah and there's a fearful there's an old over the truth there's an old movie that is fantastic if nobody's seen it um oh my god i just had a brain fart (laughs) fuck Um, oh my goodness do you know what i'm talking about it's an old movie that's about a, a media group uh they are a uh, the network, that's what it's called. The network. Um, but this guy's an anchor on a very credible, uh, mad as hell. And I'm not going to take any more. Is yes, that the movie? Yes. Yeah. Um, but the network is having a shift and change and they are looking for ratings and they're trying to make money. Yep. And this is an old movie, like back in the seventies, I think is when it came out. Yeah. And they're forced to get rid of this old anchor because he, was very by the book. He was credible and he didn't want to do these dumb, stupid, uh, uh, reports. And he didn't want to, uh, just go on with opinions. He wanted to have facts and they're like, well, we got to get rid of this guy. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. It's a really, really good commentary on what has happened to media and what's happened to society. Check it out for sure. From 1970. It's yeah, yeah. it's, it's a seventies movie. It's a good flick. But, I mean, if you watch it, you're like, you might think to yourself, holy shit, you know, because so it's a lot of it stuff. Is, it, it is does, pertinent. It is very, it's held up very well over time. Right. And it is very, very current. So, one of the things I want to say, though, is like, if you're going to watch a news 
organization, just be aware of stuff like that. Be aware that they inject a lot of opinion to that. No, I think part of the thing that you can really do is we'll back it up. Look for information. More than that, just know what's factual and what's opinion. If if they ever say something like should, <laughs> for instance, this should work. This should have worked. This is a terrible policy. Anything that's like not testable or see, but but they don't always do that though. They don't always like if you have you ever watched Bill O'Reilly. No, dude, Fuck that guy. When when he goes off on tears, he doesn't stay. He doesn't say stuff like should. He just goes off on his rants and he's like, "Well, if you do this, this and this and this is going to happen. If you do these things right, then this happens." Yeah, but he's claiming it as a fact, like it's going to happen. Right. Like if they start with screening for guns, it's going to end up with you losing your guns. Yeah. Like, you know, Here's it's the problem that kind with of that. thing. It's the not, problem with that is a slippery slope type dilemma like that that's a logical fallacy which is another thing you would learn if you went to school <laughs> but, <laughs> he did but that's the thing is like anytime that you're you see He's conjecture like that to that, an audience and trying to get ratings oh and yeah definitely money. but that's the thing that you know people don't understand is when they make because that's the the next thing up that i was going to say is when they just present stuff as fact and they don't have anything to back it up or you don't think that it's credible or you th- you you could actually like try to test test it do yeah. it go for it I think the one thing is, though, you got to remember all these, like I said at the beginning, you know, the majority of the media is owned by six different corporations. And those corporations have their hands in everything. Like, for instance, NBC used to be owned by, like, GE, which is a part of the whole, I think, Comcast nation now. Yep. They own it. GE is one of the biggest um, makers of military equipment stuff. So, you know, when you had this run-up to the Iraq War, you know, you're not seeing a lot of pressure I mean, you remember this, and this we'll, we'll go over this next week in the propaganda portion stuff. Um, there wasn't a lot of, you know, trying to shoot down these uh, these nuggets of information coming out of the White House about, hey, Saddam has this and Saddam has that, and we have these links to Al Qaeda. Even though there's no evidence to back it up, there, you didn't really see the media going after the White House hard on it and shooting down this information because a war to them is money. You know, it's just like. Anytime you watch the nightly news, guaranteed, any fucking night you watch it, you're going to see at least one pharmaceutical commercial. And we would say <laughs> last week, the pharmaceutical yeah. company is the biggest lobbyist. I mean, oh, going. Yeah. They give so much revenue to those television companies to keep it up. So when like we're shooting down or talking about the cost of drugs or maybe certain vaccines, like adverse effects or whatever it is, anything negative, you're never going to see things against that on the news because they can't do that. Because that is such a large stream of revenue for them. They can't go out and bash, you know, uh, Glaxo, SmithKline, or whatever, you know, over with drugs that something may have not went over well in the FDA. I mean, that's shit that'll get pushed off. Yeah, the I side, mean, not even, not even drugs, but like you said, MSNBC being owned by GE. Like, mm-hmm. if something happens with the GE product, are they really going to be inclined to talk about that GE product in a negative manner? Hell no, because that's their boss. And I, I've seen a couple times where something may be come up and then they'll have to, they'll say something about it, just like offshoot. And they're like, oh, we just have to point out that when you know, you're a slave to money, you cannot tell the truth. The other thing that I want to bring and that up goes, this. And anybody who works at a job pretty much knows that, that you cannot speak the truth at your job. Oh, fuck no. Because your you will, will be fired. Me. Yeah. The other thing I'll say too, how do you feel about companies owning other companies? Against it. I don't really like it either. 
to be honest with you. Against it completely. Well, that's like that's the problem with why we went from having 50. Because it creates those kind of issues. It creates the, one of the things we brought up before is like the, the BP oil spill. That company is a front company. Ooh, that's a, oh man, I didn't even think about that. I'm going to bring that shit up in the propaganda one. I was going to say. Because they did a ton and they're still doing it. Yeah. I still hear radio ads. The recovery effort for BP in the Gulf Coast. Like, they're still trying to push yeah. it down my throats that they're doing positive stuff down there. But when you actually talk to the people down there, they ain't doing shit. We've put Nothing. $2 billion. It's like you were they threw a whole bunch, bunch of money the in government. there. Uh, oh, man. Okay, I'm going to have to save it because it's really good stuff that yeah, I got. Yeah, I agree. But that's the thing, though, is like companies that can own none of the companies, that kind of shit comes up because of the same reason that they tell you. This is the positive end of that. If you're an investor... And the company has something like that that makes it insolvent or uh, they have to, you know, liquidate everything. Yeah. They can't come after your personal assets. And everybody's like, that's great. They can only come after what I've invested. That's awesome. I'm protected. Yeah, but that also means that the company who owns another company, the company doesn't have to do that either. Yeah. So the company can take very large risks with very, very minimal, i.e. what they put into the company, very minimal risk yeah. to themselves. But they can fuck up. The, and they did. They fucked up the entire gulf. Basically, for how long? How long has it been? They're still cleaning it up. Yeah, they're still working on shit. Just and there's still just a few there's years. still yeah. stuff that's going on in the Gulf Coast that they don't know about. But you're talking about managing the ecosystem. Some of it may not even be repairable. Yep. You're talking about companies buying other companies and stuff. I mean, I know the newspaper industry is about dead, but you know who the Koch brothers are. I mean, we all know Ooh, who the Koch brothers yeah. are. Um, it came out this week that they're trying to purchase um, the Los Angeles Times, Chicago Tribune, Baltimore Sun, and a few other newspapers. Awesome. I mean, this is a <laughs> this is a group that had bankrolled pretty much most of these conservative candidates that are out there now, and they have um, what's the name of their organization? That, I think it's uh, Americans for Prosperity. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a front group. I mean, it's a lobbyist group. It's a and Tea stuff. Party thing, yeah. Big Tea Party group. And, I mean, they're one of the ones that really push, like, Citizens United and things like this. And, you know, and they're trying to take over control of, you know, a handful of the yeah. largest newspapers in the United States now. So why. it just keeps, I mean, it's just like, it just shrinks, you know. All this media just keeps getting shrunk into a smaller and smaller pot of people who have control over it and the say and, I don't know if you guys. I got one thing I want to wrap up. I don't know if you guys wanted to kind of say anything else, and then I just. I just had wrap two up. things real quick. Okay, go the, ahead. No, no, go ahead, and then I'll finish with this one little story. This is a fun nugget. Uh, two things. This kind of made me laugh uh, this week. I was watching a movie. I can't remember what what it was. It was probably god awful. That's why I can't remember it. But it was a, a 20th Century Fox movie, and the 20th Century Fox thing came up, and at the bottom, you know, it pops up and it says. A news corporation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just had a laugh about that because I knew that we were doing the show. Um, <laughs> the other thing. That's awesome. Owned by Rupert if, Murdoch. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen. And I'm not saying that it ever will happen because it probably won't. But if we ever get large enough to where we can get advertising, don't <laughs> think that we're going to sell out. <laughs> no, fuck no. I will leave the fucking show before that happens. Cause we, well, I'm, I'm not saying that we won't do advertising. Monsanto. I'm not going to say that. Uh, I mean, we want your it, business. It will absolutely positive. If we ever do, it's got to be reputable, good companies that are not just fucking everybody in the ass like Monsanto. But I'm saying, don't judge us if it does happen. <laughs> 
because it might happen and two of these guys have families to take care of and we don't get paid for the show at all and we do spend a lot of time on it so oh, sell out so fast you'll make your fucking hits no swim. no we're not selling out we will not i sell mean out. i will not sell but out so don't, fast don't make your hits swim. but don't judge us now if it shows up intellectual savior sponsored by walmart then you might have some <laughs> you might have a point but we'll get some child labor <laughs> to set up our equipment for us. <laughs> we oh God! Little Indonesian kids like putting up the boom mics. <laughs> what's what's Rody? What's Rody in Greek or whatever? What do the Indonesian kids speak now? Fuck, I, I don't know. I guess it's just like Hebrew or what's so. Is, is there that's a all I'm saying? Just Islamic? don't judge us if it happens. Don't make me lie. To and you, I'm not man. saying it will, but I mean we are kind of getting popularity, so you never know. That'd if our cool. websites are generating traffic, we can sell advertising on it. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, we're, right. we're getting about 150 hits a show now. We're real popular. Yeah. I'm, hey, you never know. It could it could, go it could jump out there in the liberal media. That's right. I love that. That's another phrase we haven't even talked about. Don't listen to the liberal media. I, I don't know about yeah. you guys, but I don't think I've I love heard the liberal stickers. media yet. Have you seen the bumper stickers? I don't believe in the liberal media. <laughs> that always made me laugh when I'd see the CNN, the Clinton uh, News Network. I'm like, Dude, CNN's the one that pushed the whole Lewinsky and the impeachment scandal. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't they, man? That's like a huge, huge, huge thing for them. Hell they yeah. just get people to like zone in on that for forever. Like, believe the me. president possibly being impeached? Everybody's going to watch that motherfucker. Like, believe me, CNN is no friend of the Clintons. I guarantee it. Um, All right, so what what do you have for us before we leave? This will be a good one to end on, I think. We were talking about, you know, the whole Fox just says whatever they want, even in their opinion, or, you know, if in their news they use opinion as fact a lot of the times. Um, back in 2000, actually, I should go back a little bit for this. In 96, um, there's a couple reporters uh, out of uh, Tampa for, working for the Fox News Network there, and uh, they had a show called The Investigators where they'd go out and, y- you know, we have, everybody's got a local news has like an investigative team that'll go out and hunt, you know, whatever course, it is. Yeah. And uh, these two, it was, um, they, what they did was, um, is a Jane Aker and, um, Dave Wilson, and what they did was they did a report on the uh, bovine growth hormone, which we went over in our GMO uh, show. So go listen to that, and you can know all about it. Um, but basically, you know, it's like we found Plug. out where, yeah, exactly. It's a great show. Go listen to it. So, um, you know, Canada, of course, banned it because they did testing that showed that it, you know, it was causing cancer and the animals that they're doing experiments and so forth. But whatever, you know, you're banned as well. So they had this whole report on it talking about how shitty and bad it was. Well, they went to do the report and they turned it into like their editors to put it through. And they said, mm, we can't do this because Monsanto is like their biggest sponsor. It's like I was just saying a minute ago. <laughs> They're like, you guys are going to have to go in and change the language up on it. So they made them do rewrites on it a handful of times. And um, they're going to have them put the show on. And they, they declined. They said, well, we're not going to do this. This isn't the report we did. So what they did was they ended up firing them. So they said, no, fuck this. You guys fired us on false premises. You're trying to make us put out false information, so they took them to court. So, in August of 2000, a Florida jury found that they were both wrongly fired by Fox Television when they refused to uh, broadcast the show. In the words of the jury, they said because it was a false and distorted uh, and slanted story, and they were awarded over 400000 in damages. Okay, so Fox is like, mm-mm. We, we've got much better lawyers. So we're going to re- appeal this fucking thing. So they went back to the appellate court. Three years later, the Florida Second District Court of Appeals overturned the settlement that was awarded. And this, what they said was, the interpretation of the FCC rules, this is what the Florida Appeals Court said, 
Um, let's see. It said it was a uh, policy against falsification of the news, and it did not rise to the level of the law or rule or regulation. It was simply a policy. Therefore, it was up to the station whether or not it wanted to report honestly. During the appeal, Fox asserted that there is no written rules against distorting news in the media. They argued that under the First Amendment, broadcasters have the right to lie or deliberately distort news reports on public airwaves. And they said the Fox attorneys did not dispute their claims that they were pressured to progress the false story, but simply that they maintained that it was their right to do so. And they won that case. Nice. So, so there you go. Fox News just said that they can lie. Well, and it's all right. Yeah. Well, according to <laughs> but the, you're not allowed to lie in court. So I'm not really sure why we can't. Uh, well, because in court they didn't deny that they wanted them to do it. They just said that under the First Amendment and according to the policy of the FCC, it doesn't state that they can't lie. And the court said, "You're right. <laughs> so you can lie on a news broadcast. You can blatantly lie and be dishonest. It's awesome. okay. That's good precedent for anybody who wants to." Uh, lie on a news organization yeah so remember that folks maybe we should just jump on the news organization and <laughs> just blatantly do that and then refer to this case when they try to arrest us for right. like saying stuff like we think that there's a terrorist movement in the country and it's gonna no doubt it's in dallas it's in dallas texas it's down deep ellum go down deep ellum you'll find them all over the place you know something happens now the fbi is going to be hauling you in i'm gonna be all like, right i knew there's something <laughs> shady like, about that dude as soon as they say that though i'll just be like hey man I'll refer you to this 2000 case. I see that you uh, you don't have your guitar out. You're not going to play us out? Uh, it's over here. You but no, I'm not going to play us out. Fucking dick. Really? Again? I just I'll, I'll, he, I like to hear him bitch, honestly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Everybody tunes in just to hear you fucking play. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. I'm tired. All right, then. Tell everybody goodbye, Boggs. Goodbye, Boggs. Mm. All right, everybody. Good night. This is all Michael. Right. Till next Greatest week. Of all time. I love you. I'm Eric. I'm Boggs. <laughs>